Oh, okay. <laughs> You're listening, listening to Hold That Thought from Arts and Sciences at Washington University in St. Louis. Thanks for listening to Hold That Thought. I'm Claire Navarro. For today's podcast, we're again heading into the interior of the Earth. And this time, we're also going underwater. Our guest is Sean Wei, a doctoral student here at Washington University and a McDonald scholar. Wei recently was the lead author on a paper that revealed surprising information about the structure of the Earth, deep underneath the Pacific Ocean. In the paper, Wei focused on the Lao Basin near Fiji and the Tonga Islands. This area has been studied for decades, but to understand why it's so fascinating to geologists like Wei, first, we have to remember a few things about plate tectonics. So if you are kind of familiar with the concepts of plate tectonics, we know that the whole surface of the Earth has been divided into several plates, but they are not just move horizontally, right? Where these enormous plates meet up with each other, a few different things can happen. And two of these types of boundaries are important for Wei's research. First, there are convergent boundaries, where one plate moves downward, or subducts, beneath another plate. That's where the plate subducts into the mantle. This type of boundary normally happens along deep trenches, like the Tonga Trench that Wei studied. He describes these boundaries as the places where plates go to die. Plate graveyards, if you will. If that sounds a bit depressing, don't worry, there's another type of boundary where plates are born. These are called divergent boundaries. The most common cases are the mid-ocean ridges, where the mantle material upwells and in the form of magma and create a new sea floor. Though it's true that mid-ocean ridges are the most common, not all divergent boundaries are exactly the same. For this project, we focused on a type called back arc spreading centers. This name is kind of weird, uh, but you can consider those just baby mid-ocean ridge. These baby mid-ocean ridges are where plates move apart, allowing magma to rise up from the mantle and create a new seafloor. Part of what makes the Lao Basin so fascinating is that the Tonga Trench, an enormous plate graveyard, is right next to these back arc spreading centers, or a plate birthplace. And unlike human graveyards and maternity wards, these locations exchange materials and interact with one another. Wei and his partners want to know how this interaction works. To help figure it out, back in 2009, a research team dropped 50 seismometers into the ocean. These are instruments that detect the seismic waves that ripple through the Earth after earthquakes. After a year, they went back to recover the instruments, which, by the way, is pretty amazing to me. Until picking up, there was no real way to know whether the seismometers were stuck on some rocks or eaten by a whale. But for this research trip, only one went missing. Anyway, two-thirds of the world's deep earthquakes happen in this Tonga subduction zone, so there was a lot of data collected. More than 200 earthquakes were recorded. Wei was particularly interested in knowing how quickly seismic waves move through the rocks of the mantle in different parts of the basin. So basically we just measure time and then we can get a velocity, seismic velocity of the rocks. Scientists know in general how long the seismic waves should take to go through the mantle. 
If the speed is slower or faster than anticipated, it means there's something else going on. So we first get velocity and then we interpret those in terms of temperature, water contents, and uh, melt contents. Then that's how we understand the structure of the Earth. For example, if the rock is more saturated with melt or magma, that slows down the seismic waves. The more magma, the slower the wave. Knowing this, and already knowing quite a bit about the lay of the land down there from earlier studies, Wei and the rest of the team thought they had a pretty clear idea of what they'd find from the seismic data. Basically, we, we are expecting more magma produced in the south than that's in the north. This is because they knew that in the south, the mantle rocks had a lot of water in them, much more than in the northern part of the basin. Water lowers the melting temperature of rock, so if more water is present in the rock, you'd expect there to be more magma. In the north, where the rocks were drier, you'd expect there to be less magma. Everybody was sure that this was the way things worked down there. That's not just our ex expectations, but also um, expected by many other geologists and uh, even uh, people doing uh, numerical modeling to simulate the, how much melt will be produced in the Lao Basin in this region. But to his surprise, Wei found the exact opposite. Remember, magma in the mantle slows down seismic waves. More magma, slower waves. But in the north, where everyone expected there to be less magma, the waves were slow. Really, really slow, at least compared to other seismic waves. What I, I found is probably the lowest velocity all over the world, which means probably the largest amount of melt in the mantle all over the world. More melt or magma than anywhere in the world, when they weren't expecting there to be much at all. This was genuinely surprising for Wei and everyone else. Enough so that they wondered if something had gone wrong. Had the instruments failed? Were all the models wrong? What happened? So at the beginning, we were not confident with our results. Uh, at, least, at least for me, at that time, I remember I was a, a second year PhD student. And I present those results in a meeting. And actually, one of our co-authors, she didn't believe my result at all. So after years of work, instead of cheering, he had to keep working, thoroughly and cautiously. Wei explained that there are two types of science. One is like those showing in the Hollywood movies. You, you know, you have expectations and you get great uh, data and the evidence supporting those expectations. Then, yeah, suddenly everyone cheers and you become famous and succeed. But uh, unfortunately, that's not true for our results because we found something unexpected. So uh, first, of course, we need to convince everyone, including ourselves, that the results are correct and robust. That's why I spent additional two years to add more data and even apply new methods to prove that our results are correct. That's one thing. On the other hand, even those results are correct, what do they mean? We were not quite sure at that time because we never thought in other ways. Uh, for every expe expectation, you must have a series of theories and hypotheses behind it, right? But this 
expectation doesn't、uh, appear. That means there must be something wrong with those theories. And particularly in our study, we are basically challenging a very well accepted hypothesis proposed by a very famous professor at Cambridge. You know. He, a fellow of the Royal Society, versus me, an unknown PhD student at WashU. So you can understand how much pressure I got at that time. Then we really、uh, did every step very carefully, just in,、uh, not only just to improve. The results, but also figure out what、uh, what are the implications behind those unexpected results. The paper published in Nature reveals that there is less magma in the southern part of the Lao Basin than there is in the north, and this is because of water. There's more water in the southern mantle, so the magma there moves up to the sea floor more quickly. In contrast, the northern magma has less water mixed in. So it sort of sluggishly moves more slowly to the surface. So the results were in; they were correct. How did Wei feel after all his hard work paid off? Of course, I, I felt happy and lucky because probably I can find a better job with this paper. But to be honest, I was more excited、uh, maybe two or three years ago when I first saw those results. And now, after extra years of additional work, I'm somehow frustrated and tired. Because to you and to many other peoples who are reading this paper, the discovery in this paper is brand new. But to me, they are just old stories. And uh, uh, you know, I'm multitasking, so I'm actually working on other projects. And currently, I think those are more、uh, interesting to me. Even though, understandably, Wei felt relief as much as excitement, this was still an exciting discovery, because knowing how plates interact with one another and with water means understanding more about what makes Earth the place we call home. For one of his next projects, Wei is looking into how far into the Earth you can find water. One biggest、uh, purpose is try to study the role of water in the whole theory of plate tectonics. We believe because of subduction, there are some water carried down to the interior of the Earth, and、uh, generally speaking, people now believe water in the interior of the Earth is the reason only Earth has the plate tectonics. With that huge starting point, there's still a lot to find out about the interaction of water and rock inside our planet. And those mysteries are part of why scientists like Wei are drawn to Earth science. Although we have been living on this Earth for a million years, we still know so little about the interior of the Earth, especially for those related to the ocean. Someone, I guess, said that our knowledge about the deeper ocean is even less than our knowledge of the Moon. That's why I'm so interested to studying those. And、uh, when I applied for the PhD program, I know that Washu,、uh, our advisor here, has a great group and、uh, great projects in Tonga and Marianas to study the oceanic geology. That's why I came here and found everything so interesting, and there are so many interesting questions to answer. Unfortunately, I only have five years of PhD, but I、uh, will certainly keep working on this for my future career.
Many thanks to Sean Wei for joining Hold That Thought. For many more ideas to explore, please visit holdthatthought.wustl.edu. You can also keep up with the latest on Facebook and Twitter, or subscribe to our weekly podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Thanks for listening.